Holding sales reps accountable is one of the most difficult things to do, especially when building a commission-based sales organization. And today we're gonna to talk about one amazing tip that'll help you do that better. Let's go. Hey guys, it's Ryan Holman, founder of Sales Recruiting University, and every week we come to you with unique information that's coming up in our services and our mastermind programs. So we recruit over a thousand commission-based sales reps every single month, and a part of those services include coaching and consultation mastermind calls around onboarding, training, interviews, compensation, recruiting, leadership, culture, all sorts of things. And in these videos, we bring up stuff that came up for our clients in the previous week. And again, today we're going to talk about the topic of accountability. How do we actually hold reps accountable? Now there is a lot that is included in doing that well, and it is a learning curve, but today again, we're talking about one really practical thing that you can literally implement today, tomorrow, and it's going to positively impact the way that you manage your sales team. And we call this the expectation agreement. So our recruiting process consists of advertisements, a screening and scheduling process, pushing all the best candidates into group interviews, going through an eight step presentation, kind of pitching the dream, and then funneling people into an eight step final interview process and closing up whoever you close, right? And we help commission-based uh, sales organizations. And so in that eighth step of the final interview, the last part of that is the expectation agreement. And so this is either on a paper document, if you're like maybe a face-to-face -face organization and you're doing the recruiting process, or at least the final interview face-to-face, -face, but it also can be in an online format, maybe like a, a Google doc, or it's a part of your you know 1099 or W2 agreement, whatever you want to do, but it also can be in an online format for more of the remote decentralized types of sales organizations. But regardless of the setup, typically what we do or what our clients do is they implement this at the end of the final interview and it's setting expectations with the candidates. So let's pretend that your name is John for the sake of this video and I'm interviewing you and I'm at the end of the final interview and I know you, John, are ready to rock and roll and start on Monday. You're pumped and what I wanna do here is just be really clear on expectations. Here's what that looks like. John, I'm so excited for you to start on Monday. I think you're absolutely gonna crush it in the sales position. One of the things I wanna do before we get your independent contractor agreement out is I wanna set really clear expectations. So I have something called an expectation agreement. It just lists out eight things, John. And so these are things that we discuss both in the group interview and the final interview process already. So you may be 100% clear in all of them, but what I want you to do is I want you to read over these things. They're pretty much the bare minimums that we expect. And by the way, we think you're gonna do more than the bare minimum, but they're the bare minimum things that uh, we expect. And that also ensure your success uh, financially and within our culture. And so we want you to read these things, bring up any questions or concerns. Let's talk through them right now. And John, pretty much what you're saying uh, after you kind of sign off on these bare minimums in the expectation agreement is you're saying, hey, Ryan, you can hold me accountable to these things. Okay. And it just allows us, John, to start off a relationship. So read these things over. Let me know if any questions or concerns come up. We'll discuss it and then we'll get you ready to roll for Monday. Okay, now when John reads this, he's reading things like, you know, staying positive, right? And these can be whatever you want. They can be general culture things. They can be sales activity uh, requirements. They can be based around, you know, how people show up in your meetings, whatever. But a couple examples would be like, you know, staying positive, no negativity, showing up to the team meetings on time and not being flaky, aligning with our sales scripts and processes that we already have in place until you're executing well at the sales position, completing all the administrative work around the sales position that allows you to manage your pipeline well, doing the bare minimums necessary to hit quota, okay? So there are things like that. And ultimately what the rep is doing is they're reading over them and they're saying, hey, Ryan, you can hold me accountable to these things. 
and it allows you as the sales manager or whatever your title is, it allows you and the candidate to start off right. And maybe when they blow it, if they miss a meeting or they're not following the sales script or not doing something that aligns with your expectation agreement, you have a reason to actually have a discussion around it. And the reason why the expectation agreement is so important, especially in a commission-based sales environment, is owners, sales leaders, VPs, whatever the title is, they don't feel comfortable necessarily holding commission-based salespeople because they're not getting like a salary or anything. And a lot of times no leads, they're not comfortable holding them accountable because they're in a general commission-based sales environment. But if you want your culture to be a great culture, a culture that shows up and is positive, that's a culture of production, you have to hold people accountable. And this is one of the easiest ways to start off that managerial process of accountability is the expectation agreement. So maybe when they miss a meeting or they're not uh, you know, aligned with the sales scripts, whatever it is, you can bring that up without being a micromanager. That's what you don't wanna do. That's why people are uncomfortable holding people accountable is because they feel micromanaging. And most people don't like to be micromanaged, especially entrepreneurs like us and maybe sales managers like you. But if John, hypothetically, that candidate who's gonna start on Monday read through all these things and they said, hey, I'm ready to join the sales team. And yes, Ryan, you can hold me accountable to these things. Well, then you're not a micromanager. And it allows you to maybe have those more difficult, uncomfortable questions at the beginning because they already said, I want you to hold me accountable to these things. Okay, again, we call this the expectation agreement. And again, there's a lot more to accountability, but this is one of the best ways that brings value to our clients specifically to actually start off that process well. So hopefully this all makes sense. If you have any questions, drop them in the comment section, subscribe, like, and we'll look forward to the next video for you. Thank you.